There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. Created and hosted by me, broadcaster Belle Crawford. Now on the show, it's a catch-up episode which feature in between our guest episodes. We've got a guide of how to pick yourself up and thrive after a challenging time, something I have a bit of experience doing, which we all often do throughout life, but I've often been asked how I do it. So I'm going to share some of my tricks, things that may help you if you've been going through similar recently. Life updates, what's been going on, and Rex, what I've been watching and reading. If you're in need of a new comfort show, I've got you covered. And the seventh book I'm reading from the same author. I've recently come out of a patch of real self-doubt. My confidence was super low and it actually went on for quite a few months. And obviously I come on here and I chat with people and I want to be positive, but also at the same time, I want to share real life experiences. So now that I'm sort of coming out of it, I'm feeling a lot better this week, feeling a lot brighter, more positive. I wanted to talk through it. And also I do have a guide, as I mentioned, to help you through a time like this. But I had a realization, thanks to my partner actually, that I was being really hard on myself. And I think that's something we all do at times and I'll talk you through it. So yeah, recently I've just been feeling really down. I had COVID quite late compared to everyone else. And then afterwards I felt quite down, which talking to a lot of people that happened for them as well, which can happen when you're sick. It is, there's definitely a mental link with your physical body not being well. So it's doing all the good things, it's, you know, progressing well. When I get quite low like that, my confidence really dips lower and lower and lower. And there was even a point I said to my best friend, I don't even have the confidence to post on my social media at the moment. It's And it's like part of my job. And obviously you need to listen to what's right for you at that time and not force things. But yeah, it was really bad. And there were definitely some external factors which were contributing that I've changed now um, and I'm feeling a lot better and now that I've processed things I'm sort of yeah I'm just feeling really good and really positive and what I've learned through life and I have had a lot of knocks in my career and in life which we all do I have learned that I'm someone that thrives off that which is it's good but it's kind of sick in a way that you can be coasting along in life right but then it's really in the rough times or the times that really knock your confidence that that's when you really oof up you go and and you thrive on it and then after that time you release all this pressure which is definitely what happens for me and then you feel yourself full of fire you know you're really digging deep I guess it's resilience really isn't it and you're inspired and you really you're sort of thinking sometimes do I give up on my dreams or not and it's in that moment that I've found for myself it's like no you really believe in this you know even though as well at the same time you might be doubting yourself a lot I found that those times I do really thrive and 
I get that drive and I have a lot of ideas and I'm feeling inspired and I often have a lot of motivation to actually do. You know, we're really hard on ourselves. People may say, oh, you know, but you're a really motivated person. We all we all experience what it's like to, you know, dip in that. So yeah, there was the confidence, the self-doubt monster that was really showing up for me. So to backtrack a little bit before I talk about these realizations, I had been doing all the good things, you know, I've been moving my body, trying to eat well. And honestly, when you're in a rough patch like that, and it was depression, you know, it can take so long and you're doing all the things, but it just takes time and it's so frustrating and it's so hard and so debilitating. And I completely know that. And especially at the moment, you know, I went to a therapist, but I can't afford to go see her again. And I have been thinking about going to another one that I know that's really good, like a psychotherapist, which can really help when, especially if you're in those negative talk times and processing how you're thinking and teaching you some new new tools. And so that is something I will do once they're back after a trip. But it's tricky, you know, it's expensive to take care of yourself, especially at the moment. And, you know, it's always an investment to take good care of yourself. But I think with how things are at the moment with the cost of living, that is really hard for people when their mental health is really low, often because of contributors of what's happening for them and struggling financially and then the fact you can't actually afford therapy it's it's a tricky one so I went to see my doctor anyway um, for a few checkups and things and I asked to up my antidepressant so I had been on a low dose only half a tablet of citalopram um, and I've been on that medication for a long time I was on it for a long time then came off it and then I went back on it a few years back I definitely have, I felt like I could come down on it. I think it was last year I was weaning off it because I was being medicated and treated for ADHD, which I'd been undiagnosed with until start of last year. I definitely found my anxiety and my lows were not happening as much, potentially because that was being treated. But yeah, anyway, it is what it is. And as she said, you know, there's no medals for taking a whole or a half and I really think while we are more open about talking about medication these days, I still think there is a stigma around it. People still want to, oh, I want to go about the natural way. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can totally do that. I'm all about both. You know, I think natural health is incredible. And there's been times that it's been so good. You know, I had chronic fatigue in the past and that was one of the only things that really could help me was really good supplements from a practitioner. And even now, I still definitely take supplements. You know, I am big on my B vitamins and there's different things I take which have been recommended to me by a practitioner so I know that they suit me. I've said this before, I feel like there's this attitude towards say you had diabetes or a heart condition, you'd probably take that medication without even thinking like, of course, I need to take that. But for our mental health, even though we are moving forward and people are being more open and and realizing that, hey, like this is a chemical thing in my brain, this is going to help. And of course, it's not the only way to help. And there are other things that we can do in our lifestyle and talk therapies and different things. But yeah, there's no shame in taking medication. And if it makes you feel good and it helps, then, you know, like that's worth it. You're worth it. So yeah, up my dose a little, maybe a month or so ago now, which will help a little bit with the lows I was experiencing and kept going from there. And like I said, there were some external factors that I think were contributing. And so I made some changes there. So bringing you to the moment where I realized and I had this breakthrough and I've started feeling a lot better afterwards. My boyfriend pointed out that I was being really hard on myself. So what was going on? This is, I guess, for a few weeks. We've been having some fairly adult conversations about our future and and it's all really exciting stuff. But, you know, it's like a big 
things. And at different times, you can freak out a little bit. And as a career-driven person, sometimes I'll think, oh, gosh, like I need to be progressing my career and then my own work. I need to get that good. And anyway, I had this minty bee and I was pretty upset. I had a cry on the couch. I spoke to my boyfriend about it. And then it might have been another minty bee like the next morning after. And he made me realize that I was being extremely hard on myself and sort of pointed out that you can't excel at everything all the time. You know, if you're explaining, you're expecting your career in the, I guess, the media world to be up here or at the same time your own work there and then also you know having a family and all those things and it just you can't do that all at the same time and that doesn't mean you're failing because that has been something that I've been feeling lately and I actually recorded a podcast recently uh, with PJ who I used to work with in radio and I said to her I feel like I've been in my flop era recently and she said oh my gosh same And it sounds so silly when you say it out loud because of course we're not, but you can feel like that and it's valid, you know, but it doesn't mean that it's true. And so I think while I have been feeling quite down and I have isolated myself a lot, I have been feeling like I'm in my flop era, which is so silly because it's not true. And it's weird how your brain can play those tricks on you, right? And you just feel like you're failing. So, and that makes you feel even worse and more down about yourself. So anyway, he explained with this great analogy, I really should just get him on to talk to us about it. But he sort of talked about, you know, you see these people that, you know, from the outside, you may see, oh, they're the CEO, they're really successful in the corporate world or whatever. But just because that is this, it was success on the outside, it doesn't mean that they're happy, they may have a lot of issues. It's interesting, I think we, it's comparison, right? We compare our timeline to someone else's and we can't because just because a person has what looks like everything it doesn't mean that they're really happy or they're probably not even they probably don't even think they're super successful and so yeah it's just taking it back a little bit so I was processing all that and I was being really hard on myself because I love doing work for myself and I love doing this podcast and the other things I get to do as part of my work and I still get to work in the media industry as well and I freelance and do things but and he also said to me you know it's really hard to have a job in the industry progress your career while you're doing because I've tried doing that before and it just gets a bit much because you're spreading yourself too thin so it is pretty hard to I guess progress in a career sense when you're working part-time or yeah so anyway I real I was like yeah you're so right I had this light bulb moment because when I had that which I'll talk more about soon and how what happens for me after like it's a pressure cooker right you get rid of it and then afterwards I find that I have a bit more clarity and it is just releasing that pressure also I had a really good catch up with my friend Ali and we we went to this cafe near my house and the poor guy that works there it turned into it was a friend catch up but it ended up being a freaking therapy session we're both crying you know everyone is going through things at all the time all different times and it is really important to support each other but yeah it was just I mean we laugh but we cry um so sorry to that guy it was quite quiet in there and he's you know we're just crying at this table I was holding her hand and we're having I think I had decaf coffee because my anxiety will be a bit bad otherwise (laughs) when I'm like that after this coffee with Ellie, which we, she's honestly an absolute angel and I know she listens. She's so supportive and listens to this podcast, but you know, we were having our chats and we're talking through lots of things and 
laughing as well as we always do. But then, as I said, we had our therapy session, we had our cries and we came out feeling (laughs) probably a little bit better. I did get quite emotional speaking to her after we caught up and I said to her, thank you so much for being there for me because, you know, we all have people hopefully in our lives that are there for them. But recently, you know, no one's really known that I've been going through this or feeling this way apart from my boyfriend, obviously. My mom's been amazing and Ellie. It's interesting, you know, you notice who's really there for you when you're not feeling good. And at the same time, I'm sure other people would have been there if I reached out to them as well. But, you know, that can be a bit overwhelming sometimes and there's no need to tell everyone. I just, yeah, you need to just keep your little tight circle tight and the people that are really amazing around you. But honestly, with those people around me, it really helped because it can feel really lonely and it can feel really hard if you've experienced depression or rough times you'll know what it's like it just yeah it's awful so to have people that are there for you even though you may not be feeling good yet just know that they're there and it does definitely help sometimes it is really hard to I guess realize that you're being hard on yourself and sometimes it is in those moments where someone points it out to you and because you know when you are I guess spiraling like that overthinking things and going, oh gosh, like I'm just such a failure, things are not working out for me, all that negative self-talk, all those things that you believe are true and you do get a bit overwhelmed. Then when someone comes in who knows you, is removed from obviously what's going on in your brain, but they can give you some perspective and you can go, hang on a sec, yeah, you're right. Another thing my boyfriend explained was that, for example, you your career, like for mine, has been on a trajectory since I was young, which went up and up and up. And of course, there were dips along the way. But, and this isn't always since I left working in radio full time, but at the moment and over this patch I've had over the last few months that hasn't been so good for me, I guess I felt like I was, as I said, the flop era, not true, but how iconic does that sound? That, you know, just because you're not in this job title or you know, like I've had opportunities and I've gone and worked in contracts longer term and I loved it and it's fun, but I still have this passion and drive to do what I do and do this podcast and and do everything that comes with it. So I still love doing that, but it's just finding that happy balance, right? So he was saying, just because, you know, say for example, you're doing your own thing and we are seeing now with things are changing, you know, digital media and just the way we're doing things people in all industries you know working from home a bit more there's a lot more flexibility I know it's not the same for everybody but things have changed a lot and so just because you're not in that job title or you're not climbing the corporate ladder so to speak it doesn't mean that you're failing it doesn't and that is such a good realization just because maybe you've been on this trajectory like I was and it was going up and up and up and just because you don't have that big title or you're doing something, you know, a bit more quiet or whatever it is for you. It might not even be to do with work. It doesn't mean that you're failing. There are so many other ways to succeed. And, you know, whether it's having a family or whatever it is for you, I guess because I've been so career driven my whole, I guess, adult life, but then as a child, very driven and had all these dreams and things. So it's been my focus for as long as I can remember. And obviously I want to be a mom and I want to have children, but that to me hasn't been I guess yet my level of success or just hasn't been in the equation for me so now that it's coming to that time it doesn't mean that that is less 
success than the other. I think a lot of the time we can get shiny object syndrome, right? And if there's someone in your industry or whatever it is, they have this life that looks like the life you want. You can think, oh gosh, I want that. But also you do have to remember, it's one of those cliche things. Don't compare your life to someone else's highlights reel. That's one thing because yeah, you're on, people are only sharing bits of their life. They don't have to share their whole life. But also they may be in that situation and not actually really that happy or maybe they are and that's totally cool but just because if you had that it wouldn't necessarily mean that you know the grass isn't always greener and we think we want all these things but you do have to remind yourself that just because you're in that job doesn't mean you're going to be feeling any more happy or fulfilled just because you've moved to that country or whatever it is doesn't mean that your life's going to drastically change how you feel internally of course those things can contribute and you know add to your life and everything but that is something to remember. So now that I am through this time and, you know, you just want to be a little bit gentle with yourself as well because it's probably may still come up again and not to get just having compassion for yourself, right? And yeah, I have been feeling a lot better, which it's been a long time coming. Like it's been quite a few months and obviously you just keep trucking along, you keep going, but you do want to feel really good. So And now that I am feeling a lot better, like I said, that fire in your belly, you get all these ideas and motivation and drive, I guess. And I am feeling excited about some things. And I've been working on some cool stuff this week. I had a really cool meeting with my agent this week and there's some exciting things coming up. So yeah, things are good. And I decided to keep chasing some dreams that I chase from time to time and things that I really want to do and things that, yeah, just make me feel excited. So It's never too late, especially after you have been in a time where maybe you were doubting yourself and like I said, the self-confidence, the self-doubt monsters playing tricks on you and then you do start to feel better and you get that boost. That is your time to really just go for it. You've got nothing to lose and and I do like to be real with you and it's tricky when you're going through something. Sometimes it's almost like you want to share after, but then at the same time, you don't have to be ready or perfect to be able to do something. And at the same time, I don't want to drag anyone down, but this is stuff that we all go through and there's probably other people that are going through similar at the same time. And so that can make people feel less alone. And if it's going to help someone, then it's worth it, right? Still to come, I've got a guide of how to pick yourself up and thrive after a challenging time. Some ways to help and things that have helped me over and over again as I've been in this situation. Plus, Rex and Book Club, what I've been reading and watching. If you need a new comfort show, I've got you covered. And the seventh book I've read from the same author. We'll be back after a quick break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so here's my guide of how to pick yourself up and thrive after a challenging time. This is something I do get asked about a lot because, you know, we all have knocks in our lives, different things, ups and downs, that's just life. But I think I have been through a few and we all do at different times and there's just things I've learned to do within myself that help and I can pick myself up 
and keep going. And of course, at the same time, feeling all the feels because that is really important as well. I do want to stress this isn't medical advice. And if you are really struggling mentally at the moment, please contact your GP and I'll leave some resources in the show notes of helplines and, and just websites you can go to. But of course, contact your GP as a first point of call if this is something you're really struggling with. First up in my guide of how to pick yourself up and thrive after a challenging time, even if that's just one foot after the other at the beginning, you don't have to worry about thriving, just picking yourself up and keeping on going. Think of yourself as a small child or someone that you really love. If they weren't feeling well or themselves, how would you take care of them? So do that for yourself. Next up, basic self-care. So make sure you're nourishing yourself. Often when you feel like trash, I know for me, I will get stressed and I don't feel like eating, but you do need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, you're eating, and also keeping yourself hydrated because as we all know, stress and cries dehydrates a bee. Um, Also move your body if you can. I know if you're burnt out and exhausted, it can be tricky, but what you can do to move your body, even if it's just going for a quick walk or just doing something, it definitely helps. Fresh air, so good. And some sunshine, which if you're in winter at the moment, I know that's a little tricky because it's cold, but rug up and just get some fresh air and that vitamin D into you because honestly, seasonal affective disorder is a thing, right? We recently had a few weeks where it rained consistently, there was no sun for ages and it definitely affects your mood. Speak to someone you trust about how you're feeling. It can really feel like a huge weight off your shoulders when you vocalize the thoughts and fears in your head. Often others can help you see things from another perspective and help you rationalize things that, you know, this isn't true, This is, you know, you are all these things and help you understand that it's not all true and you are so loved and you've got so many great things going from you and they can help, you know, give you some advice and help you navigate through this time. Don't be afraid to cry. And for me, I'll feel this pressure build up. And it happened for me the other week where I was overthinking. I was like, oh gosh, I've got to get all these things sorted. I need to, you know, thinking way too long term about stuff. That pressure built up and built up and built up. And then boom, I'll cry. And it is awful at the time. It feels painful. I'm sad. But then afterwards, this clarity comes. And I understand that that doesn't happen after every cry. But once you've processed this experience this challenge you will notice that you just feel a sense of relief and that's definitely what happens for me and I've noticed over time I have these really intense cries or just probably just a normal cry and probably just being dramatic and then it's just a release that pressure is gone make a list or a plan now what do you want what do you want your life to look like how do you want to feel what are your dreams and start making an action plan, like what things can you start doing? And if you're overwhelmed, I know that, you know, achieving this or doing this can feel really scary and full on and you're already overwhelmed enough, but just start making a little action plan of what you can start doing and go from there. For example, if it was a job loss, and I can go to through this stuff and even situations from my own life and time, that's really helpful. I feel like I'd need to write them down a bit more and we could go through them, but Say, for example, you've lost your job and you're feeling really down in the dumps because that is a really big thing to go through. Feel the feels, process it, talk to somebody, talk to someone you love that, you know, supports you and can tell you all the, you know, good things and and just help you feel a little bit positive in this rough time and then start making a plan, you know, is it start looking at jobs or is this a chance for a fresh start? Is there something you really want to do, you know? 
So start making a plan and go from there. Spend time doing things that you love and that fill your cup, things that make you feel good. Maybe it's reading a book, maybe it's going for a walk or whatever it is for you, having a nap because man, weekend daytime naps slap, right? Honestly, they're so good. Fill your cup. If you're feeling crappy, that self-care that we do every day, you want to amp it up a little bit in these rough times and just treat yourself and do things that make you feel really good. Avoid doom scrolling. I don't know about you, but when I feel the worst or I'm not at my best, that's when my screen time is the highest. And obviously that you're searching for that. I've learned more about it through doing this podcast and speaking to experts. You are seeking that dopamine, right? You're trying to find something to make you feel good, but also at the same time, you're distracting your brain, which I don't know if you've realized if you're feeling crappy and then you scroll on social media for ages, you don't actually feel better, do you? And similar to spending time doing things that you love and that fill your cup, spend time around people who love and support you. If you're already not feeling your best, you're lacking confidence, you're trying to get yourself feeling good, you don't need to be around a million people. It just needs to be some solid friendships, family, whoever it is for you. You don't even have to necessarily talk about it if you don't want to. Just being around those people can lift you up a little bit. I know for me, I definitely can isolate myself a bit, I've noticed, especially when I get quite low. And recently I had been doing that. And at the same time, it's also because it is so hard to keep up with everyone all the time while you're also trying to keep up with life and work and all the things, you know, it's just exhausting if you're already feeling a bit burnt out. And lastly, on my guide of how to pick yourself up and thrive after a challenging time, remind yourself that this too shall pass. I know at the time of going through things, it doesn't feel that way, but only over time and processing it, it will feel better. You will succeed. You will do all the things. Now it's time for Rex. If you're in need of a wholesome show to watch after a long day, Queer Eye has been our comfort show recently. I love Jonathan Van Ness. He is my comfort person. He's so funny. He's so kind. I just love him. Anyway, Netflix recently released season seven and it's filled with these heartwarming stories of the Fab Five going to meet people who are struggling or in need of a pick-me-up. It's, as I said, very wholesome. You may remember the original series. Our mums probably watched it back in the, it would have been the noughties, right? 2000s. Um, that was a lot more superficial. It's very different to the recent spin-off, which has a very strong focus on self-care. See, we love it. Mental health and inclusivity. The level of empathy all of the hosts express is so lovely and it just has the right balance of humor as well. So it's such a good show. And on the latest season, the Fab Five are in New Orleans to help change the life of someone called Speedy, who survived a traumatic accident and was left paralyzed. Jenny is this teacher who's given everything to her job and neglected herself. And while the show is more than a makeover show, I do love watching a good home makeover. They do up their homes, they do wardrobe, a hair transformation, and seeing each person in a happier headspace than where we met them is just so lovely. It just fills you up, all the warm fuzzies. And the good news is if you haven't watched the show, my sister and I, have been binging it recently because we both love it so much. There are actually seven seasons to binge with spin-off series in Japan, Brazil, and Germany. So that should keep you occupied for a while. And book club. I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks and books for research recently. So I wanted to get back into my reading for leisure. And I have been reading Maybe in Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I think it's my seventh book I've read 
by Taylor. She's got uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Daisy Jones and the Six, of course, Malibu Rising. Uh, her release last year was Carrie Soto is Back. And this is an older one. She does have some older books other than the ones that you know, everyone's been talking about all over Book Talk. But this is such a cool story. It's about Hannah. She's 29 and she's not really sure what she wants to do with her life. She, again, very relatable. She feels like she's failing. She doesn't really know what's going on. So she moves back to L.A., and stays with her best friend in her guest room. And then the rest carries out this parallel storyline. So what would have happened in either situation? So yeah, I don't want to spoil everything, but I just love her writing. And definitely if you're trying to get back into reading before bed or whenever again, I find I just decided that someone books that I've read that are really, I like her writing, obviously, and I find them comforting, I guess. Yeah, I like them. And so that's been really good. If you want any more of my book club recommendations, they are all saved in my highlights folder on my Bell Crawford Instagram, also on previous episodes of the podcast as well. That's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to the Self Love Club. Please support us. And the most helpful way you can do that is to subscribe or follow on your podcast app. Also select automatic downloads and leave us a five-star rating if you're enjoying listening and write us a kind review. It only takes a few moments and it really helps other people find us. And send the link to your friends, anyone else you think who'll enjoy listening. This really helps as well. Follow us at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram where you can watch videos of this episode and keep up with all of our conversations and content. I'm at Belle Crawford, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok and join our private Facebook group. Details for all of these with direct links in the show notes. New episodes are released on Mondays from 5am New Zealand time. I'll catch you soon. Ellie the most. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.